Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is here. Hello. So, did you stay up last night to watch all of the drama unfold on the Senate floor, <laughs> Nige? Did you have the popcorn, maybe the wings, Are you kidding a me? cooler of beer? Shut up. I watched Big Lebowski for the 800th time and fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> now I didn't watch the Senate approve the debt ceiling bill. Please. Well, I watched it. And I watched it so you guys well, don't have you. to. I appreciate that. Not all heroes wear capes. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. Wide margin, right? Right. I mean, 63 to 36, the Senate approved the debt ceiling bill, which basically avoids the economic default and kicks the can down the road until January of 2025. Congratulations, Mr. New President. After you swear in, there's a chance you're going to default on all of your debt. <laughs> Good luck. We wish you nothing but the best. This bill, okay, so suspends debt ceiling, like you said, until after the elections. It includes roughly 136 billion in spending cuts but it's really insignificant i think the i think the democrats caved but i think the republicans also caved i mean with the senate with the with the democrat majority senate and a democrat in the white house i'm surprised really anything got done here but it's not a win for the republicans in any way shape or form the republicans had the leverage here right they did they had all the leverage and i remember when kevin mccarthy Finally, after all those votes, became the Speaker of the House. And his first press conference, he said, day one, we are going to get rid of all of those IRS agents that the Democrats want to bring in. All they had to do was hold the line. They didn't do that. Yeah, we rid of some of them. Some. Some of them. Like a third of what they promised. <laughs> That's yeah, still that's, an awful that's lot of extra I'm not giving them IRS agents. Yeah. No, absolutely not. IRS agents, armed IRS uh, agents with guns and uh, bulletproof jackets and things right. of that nature. But they're not coming after you. Okay. Oh, no. Fine. Mm -hmm. By the way, how are those $600 transactions going? But that's for a different discussion. Uh, Victoria <laughs> Sparts in the House and Mike Braun in the Senate, the only representative from Indiana who voted no throughout this entire process. Sparts the other night when the House had their vote. Now, Jim Banks, who said on Tony Katz show he was going to vote no, I don't know if he was in the can. He was. Or if he was watching the end of an episode of The Office or what, <laughs> he missed the vote. All of a sudden, he looks down on his watch. Oh, crap! Starts sprinting down into the chamber. Toilet paper's hanging <laughs> off the back. He's got his belt undone. <laughs> Am I too late? Yes, unfortunately. Did you wash your hands, Congressman? There's no time for that. <laughs> and then in the Senate last night, Mike Braun was the only representative from Indiana that said no. So let's take a listen to Rand Paul here because... To set the scene, and I watched this unfold throughout the day. I was off yesterday. I was watching a lot of coverage. Rand Paul, senator from Kentucky, goes on the floor, and he has a rational plan that's going to help both sides out and also cut spending. They looked at Rand Paul like he had just robbed a bank and ran into the Capitol. <laughs> 
what the hell are you doing wanting to cut spending? They laughed him off the stage, and ultimately, 63 to 36, it was a yes vote for passing the debt bill. Here's Rand Paul afterwards. You know, there's nothing conservative about the Biden-McCarthy plan. It allows unlimited borrowing for two years beyond the next presidential election. They can spend as much money as they can possibly spend, borrow as much money as they want. No limits on borrowing for two years. Nothing conservative about that. And anybody can bitch and complain. He actually offered a solution, and they looked at him like he let a big egg fart right there on the floor. (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't have his next door neighbor in there to tackle him. <laughs> We're going to bring him back. Go get him right now. Uh, presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. This is a guy that's on the national stage because he's been good financially. That's kind of his bread and butter. Here are his thoughts on what he saw break down at the Capitol. If I were in Congress, I would absolutely vote against the debt ceiling deal. Not taking anything away from Kevin McCarthy here. He negotiated some nice incremental steps. But if we actually want to think on the timescales of history, we're going to have to act like it rather than playing this two-year election cycle game. Taking the $80 billion budget of the IRS and saying we reduced it to $78 billion, that doesn't actually change the game. These are fundamentally corrupt administrative agencies. Congress has it in its power to rein them in Yes, with the budget that funds them. Republicans have the leverage now. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know what the point of a two-party system is if the party that we stand for doesn't actually stand for principles. You know, I think Jeff George has a better chance of becoming president than Ramaswamy does, (laughs) but I like a lot of what he says. Jeff George taking some shrapnel (laughs) on the show. And I like the other little ancillary things that were in this deal, like the work requirements for able-bodied persons with no kids, which is just common sense. You can't sit around on the couch and collect food stamps if you're able-bodied and unable to work, especially with the unemployment rate as low as it is. And I like the part where the you know the, it limits time the government can spend holding back permits for energy exploration. I'm a, I'm a big exploration energy independence guy. So that was kind of cool and important. And they got Biden and Schumer to negotiate, but it, it's it, just really nothing game-changing in this whatsoever if you're wondering why people rip on republicans so much for being wishy-washy for don't having a for not having a spine here's another example here graham nasty senator lindsey graham he's angry that the debt ceiling bill that passed didn't include more money for ukraine (laughs) not a penny in this bill to help Ukraine defeat Putin. They're going on the offensive as I speak, and we need to send a clear message to Putin that when it comes to your invasion of Ukraine, we're gonna support the Ukrainians to ensure your loss. If we don't do that, then we're gonna snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory. Does he understand that the US just sent an additional 300 million in aid to Ukraine? 
It's not enough, according to Graham Nasty. The billions that they've got, not enough. $37.6 billion so far. It's a blank check. They sent over some a bunch of Patriot missiles, ammunitions for drones, a bunch of other weapons for Kiev to fend off Russian aerial attacks. Just, just I mean, just this week, $300 million more in aid to Ukraine. The average American can't afford a $400 emergency expense. Like if your water heater goes out, your 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 air conditioner goes out, boom! I guess you're sweltering in the heat all summer long, and he's worried about this. I, I'm I'm let's say I, I I hate Russia what they're doing. I should say I hate Putin. I don't hate the Russian people, but I, strategically, I, I mean we are so close. I mean we haven't been this close to a nuclear exchange since the Cuban Missile Crisis. It's not an exaggeration. We are playing with fire here. And the plan is to bleed the Russians dry, just like the plan was with Russia and Afghanistan in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. I'm somebody that feels like that's an awful lot of money that we could use here in the United States. You think? For a country that's not even really that much of an ally. We're not talking about the UK. We're not talking about Israel. Remember, when the United States and Iraq got squirrely, they were Team Saddam Hussein. Ukraine was. And I get it was different leadership at the time, but let's not act like this is some long time friendly nation where we've got years and years of goodwill built up. No, I'm all about humanitarian efforts, help the people that need it. But we got our own little war happening here in America and it's happening at the border right now. Don't you think some of that money could be used to make our border system a little bit better. I never heard anything from Graham Nasty's mouth about that yesterday at all. In that long, windy speech about how we're not giving enough money to Ukraine, nothing about the money that we could be using here in America.